Hey, hey, welcome back, friends, and welcome to the Two Free Experience, a podcast led by Vessel. So as we get ready to get into this next episode, I hope that you come with an open heart and an open perspective. Thank you for joining the wave. So let's get it. Welcome, welcome. Welcome everyone to the Waves Podcast. This is your guy Vessel here, coming back with coming back with a new experience. Um, so I just wanted to say welcome back to Waves. And today, you know, last week we talked about, or not last week, but the last experience we talked a little bit about of self and what a little bit of that meant. And in that episode or that experience we talked about. showing up in the world as you and showing up in the world as only who you can be, which is you. Um, A lot of times, a lot of people, since the beginning of evolution, people have not mastered their true potential or their true self. Uh, We live in a world where things are always changing. There's always somebody to look at. There's always something new to compare against. There's all these things that either people put on us or things that we lack or things that we are insecure about or things that we don't possess that we want and we try to attribute them things to ourselves and so what I spoke about in the last experience was how we it's best and healthier for everybody um, if we show up in the world and only the way that we can show up we sound, we look, we act, we behave in a way that only we can show up in a world. Uh, we got imitators, we got replicators, we got duplicators, we got copycatters. We got people out here every day doing and being who they not when everyone is created with a purpose. Everyone has a destiny. Everyone has the true potential for a specific niche, for a specific craft that you're supposed to create or or a door or a, uh, a threshold that you are supposed to be the builder of. Last week, I talked about how we're not here for ourselves. Uh, we're here for those around us, even the people who don't know that we're here for them, even the people we don't know that we're here for. We all have a purpose and we all have a duty to create and to line our will and our vision up with God's plan for us so that we can bring heaven to earth, so that we can do our kingdom work, so that we can create and fulfill the spots and the holes and the droughts and the niches that need to be filled. And only God knows because God knows everything. So we must obey and follow his instruction for us. And y'all, I am preaching to myself because it's like, even though I know these things, I'm just as guilty as the next believer, or I'm just as guilty as the next sinner, or I'm just as guilty as the next human being, because we are all complex creatures, and we all have free will, and we all fall short of the glory of God, but God is so good. God's grace, God's patience, God's uh, peace is, it, 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 it surpasses all understanding. And so, like I said last week, um, that episode is called Of Self, and I was just trying to motivate and encourage you all to show up in the world. Um, I keep saying last week, um, but the last experience, to show up in the world 
and only the way you can. And you're quirky, you're geeky, you're nerdy, you're this or you're whatever label the world, <laughs> excuse me, whatever world the whatever label the world has put on you, and you're okay with that label. Show up in the world that way. If that is you, show up that way. They call you a nerd. Okay, I like being educated. I'm going to show up in the world as what the world calls me a nerd. Now, I'm not going to hold on to that term. But yes, I do have some of the mannerisms and the quirks of what society sees as, as a nerd. Or if you are, uh, let's just try, let's say you are um, a godly woman. The world, Gentiles may give you crap for that. But don't go out here in this world trying to be of the world and duplicate or imitate the world because then you're going to become a friend of the world and an enemy to God and we don't want that so be who you are be that godly woman everything we do we're supposed to be doing it for the Lord anyway when we cook when we pray when we drive when we work when we speak when we uplift anything we're doing we're doing it for God everything is supposed to be done for God Everything I do, I do for you. Yes, there's a song. It says, everything I do, I do for you. And it, I mean, it's real. Like you, when you, when you hear this song, like you really, you really start understanding once you start embarking on that, that walk with Jesus and start feeling that peace. Even for me, like still relishing in that peace. Um, I... I just start experiencing a, a, a life where not everything has to make sense anymore. Um, and none of these worldly problems really affect me or impact me anymore. Finances don't bother me really anymore. I stay, I'm staying on top of them and I'm keeping an eye on them, but they don't give me mad anxiety anymore. They don't put me in positions where I'm doing things to make money that's not healthy for me or it's um not um righteous or holy in the manners that I was um obtaining these resources and so I'm just starting to see like even seeing like right now looking at the window y'all like even starting to see um some trees are starting to already green back up and it's like seeing the beauty and how everything is already well taken care of and that fear is just it's just something that humanity creates by ourselves or people who are trying to control another group of people fear is created from humans like but once we start seeking God's will and looking past um, just things of this world even though we live in this world once we can separate ourselves and I feel like in the next 10 years I'll be even further from this world and that is my goal like I want to be in a place where I'm not connected to the world I'm not of the world because I'm pursuing God so heavily because I know God is the truth the way and the light so it's just like if I'm packed with all that this doesn't matter to me it really doesn't and that is just one of my my biggest my biggest hopes is to uh to to get people to help people experience that type of freedom where you're not tied 
to things of this world. Like, you can exist and operate within this world, but you don't have to be tied and subdued to this world. And so, um, that was just a little bit about what we talked about last week. And now, so this week, I wanted to, you know, um, it happens to be the week of Valentine's Day. And uh, let me just say that this holiday doesn't affect me. It it, it doesn't, it, it really just doesn't affect me. Like, it's just, another, it's another Monday for me, for real. We still got to get out here and pay these bills. However, um, I, I'm a guy that I have not ever in my entire life, my whole 30 years, um, really ever celebrated this day. There, you know, there's a couple times in school where we would celebrate and we would bring the little cards and the candy and stuff like that. But, like, it was never real. And then, so then today I realized that um, it may be called Valentine's Day, but, like, it's what does Valentine's Day really mean? Like, is there a certain way you're supposed to celebrate it? Or is there, do people really know what that means? Do they think it's just another holiday and you get candy and you spend time with people that you like or you love? Or what is Valentine's Day? What if we celebrate a Valentine's Day every day as, like, remembering that God is the center of all love? And that all of this, no matter whether you believe or you don't that all of this that you do when you breathe when you exist how can you not see God it's like it's like there in the future in the future there was a there was a there was something I read and it was it was a depiction of someone who had known Jesus their whole life and at the very end, when the final word was written, the final word was said, the final prophecy was fulfilled, this person was just like calling out to Jesus saying, Jesus, Jesus, please help me. Jesus, hey, remember me. And Jesus turns around and says, do I remember you? How many times you denied me? How many times I reached out to try to help you, to save you? to redeem you and you ignore me. Now I have no choice but to not know you. And so like, even when we look at the trees, when we look at the beautiful weather, when we look at the sun, when we feel the cool breeze, when our world, our country, our, or when our, the fact that our world still rotates on an axis, the fact that you're still breathing, you're still full bodied and abled, I mean, all these blessings that are in your lap at any given time, any second of the day, how can you not see God? When God created all this, you didn't create none of this on your own. You didn't bring yourself into existence. Like, you know how many times God has intervened on my life, even when I don't know it, and shut doors that were open that would have been bad for my good? You know how many times God has opened up doors and got me out of situations and you know how many times I've asked for peace and God never sent me peace. He sent me chaos so that I could be prepared in a situation to, to experience peace. Because nothing good comes easy. And I just recently realized that too, y'all. Not recently realized it, but there was a certain situation that popped up in my life recently where that phrase came to my mind. Nothing good comes easy. And if it does come easy, it doesn't last. Well, this good thing didn't last. It came way too easy. Um, I, 
I, I um, gave into my flesh, and I operated. I operated in the. This is me being humble, open, and transparent. I operated in a way that was. Uh, I'm overcomplicating this. I saw something that I really valued and really wanted, and instead of me waiting and tasting, I just went ahead and took a bite, and just now it's gone, and my flesh is satisfied, and now I don't even want it anymore. Well, I do want it, but now it's gone because I didn't steward over it, if that makes sense. Um, nothing good nothing good lasts if it comes easy. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, so I just... There's been so many temptations uh, that I've been trying to fight. Like, y'all remember, like I, I feel like I say it in every episode, like, but it's okay because it's my truth and it's my story. Um, even though I still don't understand who I am fully, and I think that's fair because by the time I die, I probably still won't know myself all the way. But um, I know that when I was born, Of course, I didn't know that my life would be the way it is right now. I didn't know the battles I would have to face as an adolescent or as a kid in understanding who I was or what my sexuality was. And I, I envy, you know, as believers, we're not supposed to envy anyone. But when I say this, like, I envy those who are born and they never have to go through this war of figuring out Am I this? Am I that? Am I what they say I am? Like, because at the end of the day, like, I'm still human. We're all still human. So for those people out there that make people feel like outcasts or less because they're attracted to different things, I mean, shame on you because you don't know their life. You don't know the shoes that they walk in. You don't know the battles that they fight. You don't know the tears that they subdue. You don't know the tears that fall every night when they go home. And within over the years, I, I've gotten so much stronger now where I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. The, the, the stuff that used to bother me when I was younger doesn't come to my doorstep anymore. Like I don't have to deal with that, but every day I do have to deal with me. And I, uh, I know that attraction is natural, but when you give that attraction attention, it's kind of when you start to stray, when you start to um, be misled, or when you start to fall back off what God has called you to do, what God has saved you from, what God has redeemed you from. And so growing up, like I, I had all these things working against me that was just like, you're not like the rest of the guys around you. You're not basically the world the universe and those around me were telling me I wasn't a heterosexual and I'm just like but you guys don't know my story you don't know what has got me to this to where I don't even know who I am anymore because I'm not having people support me I'm not having people um, guide me or encourage me or strengthen me or lead me the right way so I'm sitting in this without a blueprint trying to figure it out and that's a big reason why Too Free is so big to me because I'm creating the blueprint for people who aren't going to have the instruction manual. And so anyway, I, um, I'm fighting temptations every day of my life where I see something that I'm attracted to. 
And then I'm just like, okay, I can give God the glory for it. That's what I've started to do, y'all. As, as probably inappropriate or taboo or weird or awkward it may seem to have certain conversations, private conversations with other human beings, it's awkward sometimes when you bring it to God, but you do it enough, it gets normal, it gets natural, because God sees you naked, God created you, God sees you at every moment, so we've got to get into this this healthy habit of just giving everything to God, like I just said, everything we do, we do for God, so when I have these uh, um, attractions, or when I see something, I give God, and I'll be like, God, that is a beautiful person, like, that is beautiful, they are beautiful, like, God, that's well done like but then i have to tell myself okay Corey, um change your change your attention change your attention to something else uh sing worship music praise praise god do whatever you need to do because the moment you give something too much attention especially something you're attracted to um whether it be good or bad it, it, it becomes a slippery slope and so let me just say that and so um I've just been giving it to God, like, God, hey, look, God, I know you've done more than enough for me, Lord, however, like, I'm still asking God the question, like, God, will I ever be married? Will I ever have kids? Like, how is that supposed to work? Like, I'm attracted to this, but I also want this, but, you know, like, I mean, I want to just be me and feel, but like, you, like, we can't, we can't live on our feelings, we can't. We've got to commit. we got to follow your word. And what you say is true. What your word is say is true. Your word is alive. So, you know, I'll be having all these. But then i got to remind myself that God is a God of peace, not confusion. So if I'm ever confused in a situation, I know it's not God. I know it's not from God. Um, so every day I'm fighting temptations of this world trying to get me comfortable with being comfortable with my flesh being stimulated all the time and I'm not talking sexual when I say my flesh being stimulated I'm talking about just because it feels good whatever feels good I go after it I achieve it I want something I go after it I achieve it like we've got to get comfortable getting in the I have to get comfortable with getting into the healthy habit of just giving everything to God even when I don't understand what this is, God, God, what is this on my back? I don't know what it is. Can you help me? Can you take me out of this? And if you can't, if you're not going to, Lord, will you show me how to adapt, how to uh, grow or how to exist while in this so if you're not going to take this cup of suffering from me away from me i know that it is meant for me it's meant for me so will you show me how to exist with it because god is not like a genie he's not like santa claus you can't just ask god for something you can ask god for it anything anything but what i've come to learn is it's not going to be on our time our time and it's not going to be always in the in the delivery or in the um, in the package that we expect or what we're wanting. So if we're wanting comfort, it may sometimes come to us as strife. If we're wanting 
peace. We may have to go through chaos. Um, but at the end, or while in that, like even from my own personal experience, like when I didn't have a car, when I was walking, when everything was, and I know a lot of people when they hear that, like, like oh, that's nothing. Like that's, and to me, uh, someone who has ha- had a car, it's not nothing. It's really big because it's like you go so long, many years, a decade of using a vehicle, and not ever t- having that conscious. Uh, um, awakening that okay anything could happen and your car could be gone and then what are you going to do what is your plan b and for so long for those 10 years i didn't have a plan b i was just like you know i'm i'm just gonna always make sure i have a vehicle because i run on vessels time like when it's time to go that car better start up like you want like i'm i'm always been about time and stuff but anyway um So then when I lost it and I had to regroup and start taking public transportation and, you know, Ubers and Lyfts, gosh, those things are crazy expensive. And then walking everywhere, it's like it humbled me and I kept praying to God and asking, like, God, please, like, I'm tired of walking. I mean, I'm tired of this. But that got so old real quick, like day, like month by month, two or three into the 11 month journey. I stopped complaining about it. I just started praising God about it. Like, like I'm and and the like knowing that God gonna come through on his time. So I'ma just keep asking. He ain't gonna get mad if I keep asking. I'm gonna keep asking and keeping my faith. And I had faith. I had faith, y'all. And um it happened. And so all that to say is God, if you can't pull me out of this situation, will you show me how to win in the situation? And uh, so, yeah, that's that's just my little spiel for today, y'all. And um, I just wanted to encourage you, like, I mean, no problem is too big for our God. It may be big to you because we are humans. And there's things out of our control that is daunting, uh, frightening, and hard to understand but there's a God who cares there's a God who knows there's a God who loves there's a God who creates there's a God who saves there's a God who heals there's a God who builds there's a God who grows ah there's a God and so uh so just um I I hope that um gives you a, a clearer and a cleaner perspective of what this walk with Christ is like um don't just listen to my voice. Don't listen to just one voice, but really get to know God's voice and see for yourself um, so that you can join the team with me in helping spread the good news and, and, and just getting so many people to see God's light is our purpose here. And we are the light. We are seated on a hill. So when I say be yourself, be yourself, because no one lights a lamp and then puts a shade on it. Even Jesus said that. Like, Be who you are. You are uniquely and authentically you. Like, that's, I mean, there's nothing more you can do. Like, who needs another chocolate cake when there's so many people out here who make chocolate cakes? Like, it's oversaturated. We need you, your uniqueness, your brilliance, your quirks, your your beauty, your everything about you the world needs in the way that you are. That's it. Don't alter it. Don't mess with it. Don't just just be you be true so thank you guys for tuning into the waves podcast continue finding yourself continue fighting for your freedom and continue living too free
Thank you guys. I'll see you on the next experience. God bless you. This is Waves Podcast, an experience created by Two Free. Here, our vision is just to serve God first and edify those around us. Simply put, to love, share, and encourage through transparency, honesty, and testimony. Live Two Free. Thanks for being a part of this experience. And I hope and I pray that you'll find your freedom. That's too free.